morning. It is 4, 4, 7 a.m. on a Thursday. And this is the Trey Show 9 show. Trey Show 9 and the relationship experience. And it's interesting the evolution of this podcast and the evolution of myself, really. I first started this podcast it was it was it was really like laser pointed on my relationship with Tamara and any other relationship that I involved myself in and it really was an expression from the beginning that that I would practice speaking, I would practice communication because as far as I know it, as far as I can remember, communication is the key. That's it. If I was to open up a school right now in 2020, if I was to open up a school and teach something, I would be teaching communication. That's it. That's it. I I would be teaching communication. And even in light of all the events that happen and that are happening and that will continue to happen, I would teach communication. Regarding all the events that are happening right now with this word racism and these things that uh, the government and these things that they're doing um, and what we see on the media, the media that they own, right? Who owns those media's outlets? (laughs) Somebody owns it. Somebody owns it. Somebody is able to dictate to us what they want us to know. We don't even know who they are. We think we know, but we have no idea. And if you just unplug from the matrix, if you just unplug, dude, if you just realize, man, if you just open up your eyes um, and, and, and stop following and stop idolizing these silly ass people. Stop it. <laughs> you know, is what I had to tell myself. I had to get to a point where I no longer associated with the world system and all of its silliness and games. <laughs> it's funny how you can jump on a dating site right now and all the women are talking about, I don't want, you know, I don't want to play no games. (laughs) I want a mature man. And of everything that they're doing is games. you're, You're playing games. They're playing games with you in media, in, in relationships, in 
in business and in all these different areas. <laughs> it's so silly. Like when when do you wake up? When do you wake up? When do you wake up? I'll tell you when you wake up. You wake up when you have no fear, true fear. You have no no true fear. Like you have no fear. The false evidence appearing real when that no longer is relevant. Instead, you face that fear. You face it head on. You face it head on. Like, if we want to make changes and you want to unplug and you want to stop following these silly ass people that are on the media, you have no fear. Well, most people fear like, well, shoot, you know, if I if I say what Mark is saying right now, people are going to think I'm completely bonkers. OK, yeah, maybe. Right. See, I don't have that fear. <laughs> it doesn't exist with me. It, it really doesn't. Obviously, it doesn't exist with me. When do you get to that point where you, where you stop actually fearing You get to that point, you can stop fearing, you can stop being afraid when you actually chase fear. It's a weird thing, man. It's a weird phenomenon that I'm going to be tapping into and, and trying to explain to you. It really, I really can't explain it to you. You would actually have to live my life. You would have to be with me in order to understand this of chasing fear. You know, there's there's a movie, some I think I don't know what it was called, Spinner Tornado something, Storm Chaser. Where they chase the storm, they chase the storm so they can understand the storm. They chase the storm so they can learn about the storm, so that other people can learn and other people can be aware and know the signs that this storm is coming and and what type of tornado this is because people go and they chase them they study them they analyze them that's what I am when it comes to relationships I chase it I've ruined more relationships (laughs) that I have good ones because I didn't know what I was doing because I just chased it and those fears of 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 not doing something doesn't teach me anything if i if i fear it and i don't do anything about it if i don't chase it if i don't talk about the hard things and really try to understand the other person i'm not going to lo- i'm not going to underst- i'm not going to know the other person i'm not going to begin to understand the other person you guys it's really simple i i you know i almost don't even I feel like sometimes, I feel like right now I'm begging. I'm not, and I don't want to beg, but it's, it's this passion that I have. This, this, it's this, I'm living this thing right now. You want to talk about adventure? 
You want to talk about adventure? You want to talk about, like, blowing your mind? Having an orgasmic explosion of adventure and bliss and ecstasy? Chase your fear. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I, I have not. I'm 43 years old. I have not met anyone, not, not one person, not one person that I've ever even met for one second or known for my entire life who has chased their fears. I've not met them. I've met people that have only conformed to this silly ass, stupid ass world system. Do you, do you, do you get it? There's more of us than there is them. The 3%, the 1%, the elite, the so-called elite. We are the 1%. We are the elite. <laughs> There's more of us than them. You know what's funny? Here, here, here's how you know the system is rigged. You go to a concert, uh, pick your f- stupid ass idol right now let's call it Beyonce right or Jay-Z right you're watching this silly ass person who's a pedophile dance around on stage and 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 let me let me preface this when I say pedophile I mean anyone who condones or is friends or associates with people that are pedophiles. And you're not like a counselor or anything like that. You're, I group you in that pedophile group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I group you in that pedophile group. And so everyone buys the ticket. <laughs> they worship her. They, they buy the ticket. There's 30,000 40,000, 50,000 people. Do you know the ratio to police officers in that situation? At least when I used to work at a a, um, a popular concert venue, um, Bill Graham Presents, and, he, and it was, um, what was it, Shoreline. And... Back then, at least, um, let's call it, I don't know, 10 years ago. The ratio for, for a attendee of the concert to a police officer was, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but a thousand to one. So for every thousand persons, people, they had to have a police officer. I'm thinking to myself, hmm, if everyone had the same idea, for whatever reason, had the same idea of they wanted to overtake a police officer, they could. I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but in terms of how does the one so-called 1% and so-called 3%, the so-called elite, how do they survive? They survive off of us. 
And if we just stopped feeding them, then they would die. In order to do that, you have to unplug from the matrix. You have to understand what it is that they're doing, which is really hard because they have so many secrets that everyone just knows what's on the media and whatever is on YouTube, like you can, you can, whatever's on YouTube, then you, that's what you on that media is really all that you know because no one actually ever really takes the time to study relationships or study the the world system and I say it's all relationships to me it's all relationships still it's all relationships because it's like who is the president having relationships with who was he making deals with and why? What if they spent more time with the people? And you got to think, why, why is every president, all of them, Trump, Obama, Clintons, Bushes, and, and all the way back, why, did, why are they always so, every single last all the silly this all the they're all stupid you know what i'm saying because to us to america they're like rah 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 and yet you watch them going off to different countries and doing all meeting with everybody else except for people in america if i was the president every month every month without fail I would be meeting with all the governors, right? All the, all the, everybody. I meet with everybody. I just sit there and hash it out. Just sit there and hash it out. What's going on? But instead, when you think about big corporations, all the big corporations run this world. And then there's companies that, there's a company that writes all of our law, everything. They write everything. I forgot what their name is right now. It's just it's just a company. They just sit there and write, okay, we want this, we want that, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. And basically, it, it just comes down to money. And so they're building these relationships, and it's like, what? It's, it's always to get money. But if I was president, I'm like, what do people actually need, man? What is going on here? One thing I would teach is we don't need to consume so much. There's a lot of greed going on. We don't need to consume. And we, we consume so much. We, we hoard and, and we, we obtain these goods to make these people richer. We sit here and buying all these different cars and all these different purses and all these different shoes and thinking that we're living our best life when the when the companies that 
we bought them. They're living their best life because they're not working. <laughs> Do I like nice things? Of course I like nice things, but I'm a, I'm actually a minimalist. And deed and action and emo- everything. I'm a minimalist. And so I don't need a lot of stuff. I mean, think about what you carry throughout the day. Think about what you actually use every single day. How many glasses, how many cups, how many spoons did you have? (laughs) People got like 20 spoons. Are you serious? 20 20 spoons for one year. How many spoons can you, how many mouths do you have? (laughs) You don't need 20 spoons, 20 knives. You don't need 10. You need one spoon, one knife, one fork. That's it. That's it. And so we we think that, you know, I was talking to someone and and, and, the, and this person claims to be, you know, uh, a free thinker. And I asked them, like, do, do we need the government? They said, yes. I said, really? You need the government. You don't need them. You don't need those fuckers. How? Tell me how you need them. Right. And I already know the answer because it's a script. Because you don't know any other way. Well, fortunately and unfortunately, I waited too long, but now I'm 43 and now I'm beginning to go, okay. I need to learn how to sustain myself and my family without them. How do I do that? And honestly, I don't know, but I'm learning. I'm researching, I'm reading and and finding out as much as I can. Because I do believe there's there's things set up that we can use that we don't know about. And we can just, if we can just keep looking and finding, we can, we can obtain. And then there's also the, this law of attraction. There's manifestation. There's knowing, believing there that I'm done believing. I'm believing was when I was a young child and immature. Oh, I believe, I hope. (laughs) Now it's more of, let me put in the work. Let me put in the work. If it's small, I'm still going to put in that work. If I wanted to to strengthen my body, <clears throat> or if I if I couldn't touch my toes, then I'm gonna put in the work to be able to touch my toe. I'm gonna do the small thing. I'm gonna at least bend over. Most people don't even bend over. Well, they do, but then they bend over for the wrong reasons and for the wrong people and to the wrong people. It's the small things. We got to start with the small things. Because I'm telling you right now, I promise you this. That what you think this world is and and the thoughts that you think, those are not even your thoughts. You've been had. You've been had. 
if you are of this system, this world system, you've been had all religion, culture, all of it has been given to you so that the so-called elite can have money and be rich. If there was to be a president, I want that president to fight for the people, actually fight for America. That's what I want my president to do. I want him to fight for America. That's it. I want my president to fight for those that can't fight for themselves. I want my president to stop killing people. Unnecessarily. Just stop unnecessarily killing people. I don't want my president to to conspire with NASA to try to make a storm or an earthquake or a lightning storm so that bad things could happen. I don't want that anymore. I don't want my president or the president to, to allow school shootings. Why, why they're so, my goodness gracious, when Obama was president, my gosh, what in the world were you, was, was he doing? What in the world? I don't want my president to allow these things and orchestrate these things so that they can take the guns away from us. Let us, let us be armed ourselves. Let us be properly trained, properly equipped. Because you got to think, why in the world are you trying to take away the guns from us? Well, what they, what they, what you believe, what they tell you is, oh, we, we, you know, we don't need a gun because, you know, we, we got to, you know, these are the mass shootings and this, they orchestrate those things. Come on, man. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Please. Stop. (laughs) Stop. The riots. How many shootings and killings when Obama was president. I mean, we still got him right now. It's funny how people were like, man, if Obama was a president, this would not happen. It was happening when he was president. I don't understand where you were. And I don't even follow this, that bullshit. I don't even follow his silly ass. I don't even follow none of them. <laughs> Trump, none of them. I know what's going on, though. I know what's going on. I'm the type of person who want if I want to learn something, like if I want, I wanted to learn back in the day, I wanted to learn about Jehovah's Witness. And I grew up in religion. Um, I didn't grow up in um, 
Jehovah's Witnesses like culture and they're part of religion and I wanted to know more about that religion that particular sect of religion I wanted to understand it a little bit more and growing up as a Christian you I was taught I was never taught that those were good people honestly no no preacher no pastor no (laughs) Christian was ever like oh those are really good people those are amazing. They're some of the nicest people. That are, no, never. It was always like they drink too much or they go door to door. They hate black people. Um, they hate Mexican people. Um, that's all I heard. Lit- literally. Lit- literally, that's all I've heard. And so I was like, my goodness gracious. Like, really? This is really what they do? And so what I do is I manifest and I say, I want to learn. I want to go inside that that religion as far as I can go, as far as I want to go to find out what the heck is going on. And so because when I start manifesting, then people come into my life about that, you know, whatever that is. And so um, I linked up with, um, I don't know what they're called, but a person who studies a person who is involved in, in, in Jehovah's Witness. So it's interesting how that happens because everything comes to me. Everything comes to me. And so one day this teacher, I was, I was working at a school um, and I was the, uh, the recreation leader after school program, uh, tutor, study hall, director or whatever. And... Um, and then I worked at that particular school um, at lunchtime, doing lunchtime activities and stuff like that. And so I would um, really what it came about to do, what it came about is me DJing and then teaching DJing lessons and then playing basketball, doing like different um, sports events and stuff like that um, at the school. And... One day after school, um, a teacher came up to me and was like, "Oh, it was got it was a weird conversation." I, and it was like, "He's like, are you married?" I was like, "No, <laughs> what the heck!" Like that's the first thing he said. And then I was like, "Why would you think that? Like, what is you know?" I was kind of like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, you're wearing a, a wedding ring," and I was like, "Oh, I had forgotten I had had a ring on my finger, and that's just one. It was the finger that it would fit on, and two it was a promise ring as a Christian to uh, stay pure, right? <laughs> so silly. So silly. that We're not going to get into that, but uh, we'll get into that on another podcast. I'll, I'll dive deep into what the, that actually means and that word means and stuff like that because people don't actually research it at all. Anyway, so he's talking to me and... And, and, and he's like, oh, you do you want to study this, this and that? And so we would study. And, and, and then I um, would go to his house like pretty much like twice a week and, and, and uh, do Bible study with him and his wife. And some other people would come to and, and whatnot. And I was honest in terms of. Excuse me. In terms of what I what 
what I wanted in that particular relationship. Oh, I, you know, I was like, this is cool. You know, we're studying the Bible because, like, I've never actually studied the Bible like this at this particular time, like the way we're doing it. I mean, we went verse by verse, word for word. Like, it was, like, tedious. Like, my goodness gracious. And I be, I really got some really good understanding that I actually keep to this day. Um, there's a few, there's a one or two things that I actually continue to do um, this day, even though I don't practice and believe in that that uh in religion um and we would study and stuff like that and so i'm talking to him and i said you know this is really cool i really appreciate your time here um but i have to be honest and and the reason why i wanted to do this is because as a christian i'm all, i only hear the negative things from 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 people that are Christian, I, I literally only hear the negative things about your your particular religion, your sect of of Christianity. And I honestly don't see how you are negative. I just don't see how the, those two people were negative. It was a Caucasian woman and, a, and an Indian man. They were married, and. That alone right there shocked me because that's something that that shouldn't and didn't happen earlier on in their um, in the birth of their religion. And I said, I came in here because of that, because all you know, knowing that you guys as a Jehovah's Witnesses do not accept and allow or like black people or Mexican people. But this is obviously not the case right now. So I'm like, why? You know, why did you guys change? And they changed because they begin to understand uh, well, a couple things. They begin to understand that it's it was really simple. That just God didn't God accepted everybody, and I think He showed me some scriptures and stuff like that and whatever. And so that was their belief. You know, they changed because times are changing. Also. Um, and they also change because of their vision. Their vision is to have their scripture, the scripture, God's scripture, into all languages, into all people. For whatever reason, in the beginning, they didn't understand that. They, there's there's a watchtower in New York, and there's very few men and maybe some women. I'm not really sure. I don't think there's women. They don't believe that women are to publicly preach. And so I don't know. But they can study the Bible and they can do all this other stuff. Um, so they, they may have. And I don't know. They, they If they have 12. I think, it's, I think it's 12 guys. I think it'll always be that way. And all these people do. Study scripture. 
all they do is study scripture. That's all they do. And I don't even think they have lives, like like wives and kids and stuff like that. Like they're older, um, and they're they've dedicated their life to this cause only. They don't read anything else. They don't read. They don't read any other book. If they're on this committee, the the discipleship or whatever, they they literally they don't read a magazine. They don't they don't do anything. Um, and so that's why it changed, you know, because they they begin to 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 find that hey maybe we they're not the bad guy um even though they're part of the masonic um illuminati but all religion is so anyway that's how i learn um when i wanted to to learn about the music business Truly, I I went to the occult actually because that's what that's what it is, man. I don't know, understand why people don't get this by now. A hundred percent, if it is mainstream music, a hundred percent of it is occult. A hundred percent is occultic, meaning that it's 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 coming from the the roots the roots of it, and then you and you don't see it. But the, by the time you see it, you're just like, oh, my gosh, Beyonce, you know, but you don't see what she had to do in order to get to where she is. Um, and so what I did was I studied the occult. And again, <laughs> I don't know how this again, I just manifest these things and. I befriended a person who was in the occult. Like, actually, for real, for real. Like, for real, for real. Like, this person can't get married. This person can't have a relationship of any kind. Because of... They're just... It's just... They don't see... They see it... it how do I say when you're in the cult, they raise you from they they raise you up, and they call you prince and princesses, and they raise you up from from little kids, and that's where a lot of pedophilia is going on. Uh, the pedophilia is it's like a it's common. It's like a it's there's no. It's like drinking water. It's like taking a shower. It, it's not a. It's just a common, normal, daily thing where they would raise these kids up um, get them to do all kinds of sick things um, if you can if you can imagine it this person has has done it um, and it's crazy and one of the things he said is that this is years ago years ago and he's like music is music He's like, there's going to come a day, though, that music will be a drug. And I don't mean that it's going to be addicting because it's just very, very good. 
It's going to be the way they orchestrate it and the way they manipulate it and the way they frequency it. It is going to be a literal drug. And so people won't, people will not um, care about their, their talent will be gone. There will be actually no more talent. Uh, but you won't know there's no more talent because you'll think that all oh, these people are talented. You'll think Beyonce is so talented. But you will understand that a lot of these these rappers currently today in 2020, right, the Amigos and this, this and that, these, these people were raised as children. Not all of them, but a lot of them. It's it's the it's these are the children of the parents that are in the music business and, and it just keeps it's a bloodline. It keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. That's why it's hard to get into it. It's it's super hard to get into the music business. You're not you're not getting into the music business um, unless you have to give up something. It's just the way it is, man. It's just the way it is. It's, it's just the way it is. And so the, the the music itself is an actual drug. People, kids are getting addicted to it and they, be, and they start um, acting like it. And so then you start acting like these things. And so it's easier to pick people out and call them thugs and call them this and call them that. Um, and it's things that... And I feel like I'm just now, I think, you know, call it rambling, call it ranting, but I'm at a point right now where it's a cry. It's a cry. It's a cry to humanity to wake up. And I'm not even talking about religion. I'm not even talking about like, oh, we got to. Let's turn to God because yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is good because this is what Christianity Christianity is involved with all this stuff. It's all tied in together, and that's that's the scary part because it just looks really good on the outside. It just looks, and that's what people are are like. Well, let me just look good on the outside when it when it really is. People are extremely broken. I can't tell you how many marriages that I've canceled or, or, or heard about um, people just tell me stuff that, that are completely a lie it's a complete lie <laughs> it's not even real this particular relationships and it's like wow you got people fooled and so that's another reason why I started this podcast is because like, dude, when it came down to it, my relationship, my marriage was just shambles. It was just a complete, utterly disgusting mess of lies and bitterness and and unbelief and, and everything else that you can think of until I turned that shit around. And it wasn't until I disconnected myself from the matrix. It wasn't until I began to understand what's really going on with energy. 
and the universe and stop following these man-made entities. I mean, everything changed. I mean, everything, the way I ate, the way I had sex, the way I spoke, everything changed. We need to wake up. We need to wake up. We need to unplug from the matrix. Um, The way I do relationships, I create my own relationship because that even got monetized. Marriage is nothing more than just a way to get money. The institution, right, (laughs) of marriage They've done a really, 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 really good job. Dude, you can walk up to... I can walk up to my aunts and uncles and who are all the married people in my family. They won't have a clue because they don't study this thing. They just go along with the flow. They literally just go... They have no idea. They don't even want to know. That's the thing. They don't even want to know. And I'm like... Because when I see inconsistencies, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. What? What? Wait, why would the government be... And you got to understand... You know, we're like, we're free, 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 free. So why does the government have ties to literally everything? Everything. If you look at your home right now, I don't know if you hold your phone. Yo, are you holding your phone? Are you listening from a smartphone? Whose policy are they pushing? Whose agenda are they pushing? Like, why? Why are the LGBTQ plus, why are they trying to legalize gay marriage? Like, if you want to get married, get married. Who? What? (laughs) What? You know what I'm saying? Who's stopping you? Who, who, like who, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Who's stopping you? You just get married. You just, I don't know, do you be committed to each other? That's it. I mean, I guess if you want the benefits, right? The, the, the money benefits then cool I mean you can sign a contract and then get that thing notarized and it's a it's a binding contract there you go you know because when you look it up that's the thing that they're fighting for because when you look it up in law 
the law doesn't state that that like you have to like go through all these all these different hoops to be married. You just it just needs to be agreed to. That's it. You know, you don't need the, the service and this. They the churches they started making money. They're like, well, how do we make money off of this? We're gonna pay these people ten thousand dollars to get married. It costs it actually costs zero money to get married. If that's what you want to do. Yeah, we need to wake up. We need to get up. We've been sleeping too long. And it's time to get up. I'm up right now. The whole movement of awoke, they then no. No, no, no. Half those people aren't awoke. You're, you're still, you, if you got a mask on, you're not awoke. Oh, but you got to keep, keep things safe, this, this, and that. Well, how about this? Before we put the mask on, how about we stop eating? How about we stop being cannibalism? Cannibals. How about that? How about we stop eating at McDonald's? How about that? And, and, you know, how about that? Let's stop eating their meat. Let's stop eating the government's food that they provide for us. And you got to understand, why do they want to provide? Oh, Mark, they want to provide food for us because, gosh darn it, Mark, you need to calm down. They are providing good food for us. There's too many people in this world. We just can't all be growing gardens and growing our fruits and vegetables and having cows and whatnot. It's just the way it is, Mark. It's just the way you just go with the flow. Just standing like, come on, Mark. Stop trying to disconnect from the matrix, you stupid. Just be quiet. Just be a good black boy and shut your mouth before they beat you up and kill you. See, we think... Rebellion looks like a rock star and tattoos and let's all wear black and piercings and stuff. We think that that's, those are rebellious. Oh, I'm rebellious. I'm walking away from this. And No, you're not. You're still doing the same stupid ass shit as everybody else. You just, they gave you that. They gave it to you. You looked at it you're like, oh, okay, okay. I want to be like Green Day. Okay. Okay, BC boys. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, I'll be like that rapper. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, whatever you say. Man, please. Fuck Hollywood. Fuck every single rapper. All of them. Every last one of them. (laughs) In Hollywood. Straight up. Every actor, every actress, all of them. Except for maybe Cat Williams. Except for Cat. If he's if he is true as I think he is, and my spidey senses say that he is true, 
except for him. He can stay. Everybody else can go. Everybody else can go. It's ridiculous. Even Will Smith. I looked up to Will Smith. Not no more. <laughs> I don't care. Nigga, you was at Epstein's Island. Scratch that. I, I, I don't want to take no chances. I don't want to take no chances. Until I can meet with Will and have a week-long conversation, an honest conversation, until that happens, nah. You ain't nobody. Uh-uh. I'm good. Even Jada, both of them, Jada and Will, man, that, that was my couple. That was my couple. But nigga, you going to Epstein Island? Mm-mm. No, thank you. Now, I don't care what they, the freakiness they do with consensual adults and and what I don't care if she's got a boyfriend, he's got a girlfriend of a, uh, all of age, right? Everybody's on, on the level. Everybody's coherent. It's consensual. It's ethical. All that stuff, right? I don't care. Do, do it. I condone that. Go ahead. Have your fun. When you at Epstein's Island and whatnot, playing with little kids and whatnot, nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Even if you were just there, I was at a uh, as a DJ, um, and this is the last story I'm gonna tell. One of my first big gigs was at a a all city school dance, middle school dance, and my cousin was gonna go. She, she was attending this. So I was like, for sure. Like her mom was like, okay, well, Mark, you're going to be there as a DJ. Then she can go. Because if anything happens, I want her next to you and by you. You know, there was a thousand kids. Plus, it was, it was a lot of kids. It was t- it, this was a whole gymnasium, like a high school gymnasium. The whole thing was packed, like, like 100% packed, wall to wall. It was ridiculous. And and I had I had a stage and then I had like the, the barricade, you know, around my stage and stuff like that. So I told my cousin, I said, at any point in time, I don't care if you even feel, if you feel like, oh, I need to go up there or up, oh, I don't feel safe or up, oh, like just that one thing. And then you kind of rationalize it, sit there and have to go, oh, no, uh, uh, no, no, no. The first time you feel it, then come to the stage. I will stop everything. I'm orchestrating this whole thing. If something's going on. And you feel it, and if you're in danger, I will stop. I will leave my equipment. I'm straight up, straight up. I will leave my equipment there. We will bounce. I will leave the meet, turn everything. I get in the car. We out. We're out. I don't play. I don't play. And I go doing my thing. Night is cool, you know what I'm saying? Everything looks up and up. No fights. Nothing. Not not even like a rumble. Not even a fake fight. Not even, you know, not, nothing. And everything is cool, you know? And it's over, right? So we're kind of wrapping up stuff. Um, every, meaning that everyone's trying to leave, right? And I'm talking to the, one of the police officers... And I'm like, why are you? And they were in the building. 
like in the gym. I'm like, why are you guys in the gymnasium? Because there's, you know, there's like chaperones everywhere. I'm like, what the heck? Why are you, why are you guys here? And he's like, well, somebody got raped. Man, I was done. Done. <laughs> I was done. I was done. I, I think, I don't even remember, like, I don't know if my cousin was with me, next to me, or what, but I was like, I gotta find my cousin. You know what I mean? We're out. Packed up and left. I don't play. I, 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 I don't play. And it's one of the things that has haunted me as a DJ. I mean, because that's the worst. That's my, it's my worst scenario. And ever since then, it's actually been really hard for me to DJ. Like, I don't DJ school dances. <laughs> Mm-mm. And I hardly ever DJed, like, clubs after that. Um, adult clubs, you know, and anything. Because it would, it, it was just too much. It was just too much, you know. I have in the, I have since then. But it, I remember the first time I went back to DJ um, a school dance, my very first after after a lot of years, and my friend was DJing, and he was like, "You want to mix?" I was like, "Nah, I'm cool." Like I just didn't feel right, you know. And then I did, I DJed two of the dances. From that, I just I just didn't feel right, and I had all these different questions, and I'm like, all these different things, and um, and the two times I DJed, it was very good. There's certain songs I will not play. I just won't play. I'm just not playing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Obviously. Um, but anyway, I forgot why I tell that story, but I say that to say that like. We gotta wake up, man. And I'm even at a point right now where I don't know, man. I don't know if I can I can continue to DJ. I'm really struggling with it, you know. Like I want to give it up, but it's like something that is like super. I love it. I really do the just the art of DJing. So what I'm doing is trying to find music that that is either like instrumental, um, that's not popular, um, or, or do independent artists. So artists that are just putting out music on their own. They're sitting in their room. Like if they're, this is my perfect scenario. They're living their life, you know, single, married, whatever, kids, dog, whatever. And they're in their room after work and they're making a beat a day or a beat a week, you know what I'm saying, and put it on Bandcamp. And they're releasing it, making a couple bucks off that, off the song that I buy. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, can I talk to you as an artist? If I can DM you and, and we can have a conversation, it doesn't have to be extravagant, but we can have a small conversation, then I'm like, okay, cool, I'll buy you music. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's do an interview, you know? Also, you know, dude, who are you? Who is this person? 
Uh, for real, for real. For real, for real. Not this, you know, I was a gangster and all this. It's the same script, man. It's like, okay, if I, it's like if I became a rapper, they give me a script and, and they say, okay, give me all your hard times in your life and then you sold drugs and this, this and that and all this other stuff that's not even true. But that's, it's just a script. And most people that I know are going off a script. It is going off a script, man. So anyway, that's that. We gotta wake up. Time to unplug. I might even and I'm I, I might even change this podcast name to unplug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might just do segments of unplug. Who knows? Follow me. We'll see about it. We're gonna change the world one person at a time. Because we're gonna begin to expose the lies and we're going to expose everything. And it starts with you, you know, it starts with me. I had to do that. You know, I had to become exposed. I had to expose myself, you know. And when you do that, you you be you be you begin to live a free life. And it's 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 truly amazing. Anyway, I'm out. I'm rambling. Um, Show 9 Instagram. You got to keep up. You got to follow. Yeah, the information that's about to be divulged on this thing is it's, it's just ridiculous. It's amazing. It's ridiculously amazing. Um, we're here to change the world. We're here to stop pedophile pedophile rings, um, human trafficking, um, one person at a time, you know, partly exposing it, but then talking to people, getting people that have been human trafficked, right, that are now older, getting them to talk more, you know, it's tough, it's hard, it's hard, because when you hear the stories, it, it makes you... It just changes your life, man. When you, if, if, if I had a chance to meet three human traffic people, and and you'll never be the same after listening to them. You you just won't. I don't care who you are. I don't. If you are like, I love Beyonce. I love all. I love Hollywood. I love this. I love Disneyland. You hear them speak. Done. <laughs> Done. You'll never see things the same. You just won't. You just won't because you just don't know. You just don't know. Anyway, I'm out. Peace.